thing, the other piece that comes to mind is that people respond to that from an emotional space. Like nothing chaps my <laughs> more than somebody <laughs> <laughs> than somebody blaming their response on oh, I'm just an emotional person. I'm just oh, an emotional yeah, person. Yeah, Bru- oh my If you don't gosh. get the f- <laughs> my face. <laughs> Welcome to the cave with Mel Troy and Lex, the podcast with men that have a safe space. We on all platforms. You need to tune in, hit the like button, subscribe, and share with your friends. Welcome to Mel D, the podcast with men that have a safe space. Welcome to Mel D. Welcome to the cave with Mel Troy and Lex. Hey, this ain't nobody, is it? It depends, oh. you know. It depends. Oh. But everybody know you. It depends on if you had the thumb or not. I mean, I do that joint all the time. I mean, because I see cats doing this, uh, yeah. smack do I it. I mean, you could be from and Texas, you know. I do that. I could be from Texas, you know. It's a lot of uh, a lot of Texas cats do like this. Yeah, is that exactly. a thing? It's a Longhorn yeah. symbol if you're from Texas. Right. So, um, from Martinsville, we do this, but I know that's mm. that's something. I mean, I do this all the time, but only because I'm the third. So this is like oh three. oh that's what that's for yeah ah, okay the, the third I thought you was because you was from East uh, North Virginia nah <laughs> what's going on <laughs> hey hey, hey what's going on man you know what's going on we back. Back, back, back in the cave for another edition of the Melly D's podcast. I'm going to get it right this time. You know, it's your boy Melly Mel, a.k.a. Hemothy, a.k.a. Mr. Get It Done, a.k.a. Mr. Make It Happen, a.k.a. It Is What It Is, It Do What It Do. Hey. <laughs> a.k.a. Too Many A.k.a.'s. It's your boy T. Roy, a.k.a. Your boy Troy, a.k.a. Big Head, a.k.a. Holler when you see me, uh, your local Hope Dealer. Holler uh, at me. Okay. okay. And we got another a.k.a. It's your boy Dr. Life Coach Lay. AKA NBA Young Boy slash Old Boy. AKA <laughs> Let's Get It. AKA I'm Him. AKA okay. I Got the Answer. Oh, I got the, speaking of the answers, we in the studio. Oh, come on, man. And my boy's over here struggling trying to get the, <laughs> get the audio I right. Knew he was gonna, I knew he was going to bring us up. And Dr. Life Coach Lee said, Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Maybe we should consider doing this. And boom. Here we are. I'm a genius. And we live it now. I'm a genius. Hey, first of all, I'm a genius. This is what happens when you try to take shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> and as me and Lay should know already, because it right. should be ingrained into us that Alpha yeah. Man shall never take shortcuts. Absolutely. And, you know, we didn't follow our teacher. We tried to take a little shortcut. No, you didn't follow the okay. teacher because I asked yeah. earlier in the week. What y'all need from me? Oh, you you just show up, Lay. Lay just show you up. You the talent. And, 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 you the talent. And, and you <laughs> did. And you showed up. You showed out. Look, the reason why we say that is because Lace has no IQ on video, audio, <laughs> podcasting, setup, nothing. So anytime All we facts. got a question, All we facts. can barely get this man to log in before. That is true. That um, is true. So when you're in a situation like that, he's probably the last person that you want to ask for for technical advice. That is true. This time, however, he was able to get it right. And you know, I just bring the idea. I we live. bring the idea. We live. The execution, hey, that's a we live. Story. We live. Hoodie game. Uh, welcome back. We back again. Back also, uh, shout out to uh, the label that pays us, Dystopia hey. Studios. Uh, uh, we're in the, we're in the studio again with Dystopia. Shout out our boy Patrick. 
this is a great opportunity. We we, we hope you guys are chiming in. Absolutely. Let's and if go. you we'll haven't done it already, like I said last time, pick up your phone, go to the Google Play Store, Apple App Store, whatever phone you got, download the Dystopia app. Again, it's free to create an account. Listen to all your other favorite podcasts and media on that joint as well, especially if you want to get tapped in on these exclusive episodes that we about to start dropping. If you wanted a 55, like I said last time, you for damn sure better have the Dystopia app by now. <laughs> better um, have it. If better you don't, it. hurry up, get to it before you start missing out. It's going up. Get to um, it. So, yeah, go ahead. Handle oh, I that. forgot handle another that. alias on my on, on my intro, too. So, I'm going to go ahead and add, a.k.a. Hoochie Daddy Trainer. Hoochie Daddy Trainer. You see the Hoochie Daddies we own. Hoochie Daddy Trainer. Hey, bro. I didn't even know you had on Hoochie Daddies on to be for real, for real. I was not even paying attention. Was not even paying attention. He like he like he like mid level hoochie daddy. He like no. he like tra- he not like full fledged four inch seam hoochie daddy. No, I ain't going that exactly. Far. That's I ain't what I mean. Going that far. I, I want I, I want my hoochie daddies to come right across the cut. That's what. <laughs> I ain't even lie to you, bro. Cause it's uh, hot down here. It's North Carolina. It is hot. It's hot. I mean, it do get hot. I just came down. I just came back from Boston. Boston was forty. Oh, absolutely. 40 degrees. I come back down here. You know, when you transitioning from uh, from uh, airport to airport. So I dressed warm in Boston, get down here in the airport. I'm, but God, I'm, take, I'm sweating. Taking stuff off. Yes. Uh, so it get hot down here. So I want my hoochie daddy. You know why you tricked up? up? There's a lesson in that. There's a word in that. And you were dressed for where you were, not for where you were going. Mm. And you need to start making sure Ooh. that you dress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know it's early. I'm giving hey. y'all nuggets. I'm giving y'all nuggets early. Dress for where you were, not dress where for where you, you go. going, not Woo. for where you are right now. That's a life lesson. Uh, a lot of us are preparing for where we are right now, not my. where we're trying to go. So I, I my, think my, that my. you should, you know, take that as a learning opportunity, man. That's uh, good. You know what I'm That's saying? Good. We we normally don't have nuggets this early. Come on, hey. bro. I'm just in saying the podcast, and so. Uh, I'm gonna take that as disrespect <laughs> <laughs> because it was aimed towards me. Uh, the nuggets is meant for the people watching, hey, not hey, me. Hey, okay, hey, that was good. Hey, that was good. That Call was me good. Ronald because I'm dropping nuggets. Uh, uh, uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? Call who me Ronald because right. I'm dropping nuggets. Look, you See? slow again. Like, I'm trying to help you out. Look, I'm over here. I'm like, who? On the Denver Nuggets with Hey, for Ronald. the slow audience, Ronald, a.k.a. McDonald's, Man. dropping Nuggets. Right. Come on, yeah. bro. Tie it up. Wrap it up in a bow. I was like, oh, my goodness. That's good stuff. Okay, right I'm passing there. them out. I'm passing them out. Uh, so we back in the studio again, guys. What back, we talk about? Back, back, back. Uh, you got the topic, t I mean, we got a little deep last time. I think this is probably going to be just as deep as well, depending on the pause, it is. depending yeah. on the direction that we go in. Um no, so I'll let you kick it off, man. It's, again, feeling good being in the studio, you know, being in your presence, not being attached to the computer screen or whatever, now that we got it figured out. You know, what's funny is that every time we've taken a step mm-hmm. forward in some type of way, that first episode after that step, we've always tricked it up. <laughs> tricked it up. <Hey. laughs> but that's we've life, always though. tricked it up. Either the video is off, the audio is terrible, something happened, somebody forgot to record. It's always something, you know, that goes on. But we figure it out. We figure it out. So we we figure it out. this time. We're going to make it shake. So We're going to make it shake. So uh, last night, uh, chopping it up with my wife, uh, she's a counselor. She's a, a family counselor. And she was sharing with me, you know, some of the things about being family counseling. Like, you desire to help people, 
Um, but when life is going, it's so funny. Counselors are there to help people, and but they're people themselves. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And so they are impacted by life around them and uh, situations that they're going through. Sidebar. Uh, y'all, there was a there was a meme going around once of a dude saying, "Why would I need to go to a therapist when my therapist needs a therapist themselves?" And then somebody replied, "It was like, okay, well, I guess a doctor um, uh, wouldn't need to go to a doctor because they need a doctor themselves." That's you know what it. I'm saying? It's like so that's dumb, very dumb. Um, very, very dumb, very close minded. So therapy is real. And necessary because the the mind is not is a is a muscle, bro. Yes, it is an organ, but it's a muscle that we gotta we gotta work out. And sometimes it gets uh, exhausted, fatigue, if you would say. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she was sharing with me that uh, that that counselors deal with, and I think we as people deal with too, is a, is a term called moral distress. Moral distress. Moral distress, as you can see down here. On the bottom of the page, <laughs> moral distress, mm-hmm. and um, so I and I, when I was reading about it, I was like, "Yo, a lot of our listeners and ourselves also deal with this because we are in a caring role, if not at work, but at home, family, something like that." So the question is, what exactly is moral distress? Moral distress occurs when someone uh, knows the right thing to do. But constraints, conflicts, dilemmas, or uncertainty make it nearly impossible to pursue the right course of action. Mm-hmm. And with moral distress, uh, it differs. It it differs from burnout. It's it's kind of similar to burnout, but uh, it ref, um, burnout refers to physical, mental, emotional exhaustion caused by workplace stress, and it differs. Uh, from compassion fatigue, which is uh, physical, mental, emotional uh, weariness related to caring to, for those in significant pain or emotional distress. I'm be honest with you. I think it all is the same, be, 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 to be quite honest with you. Hey, I'm going to give Troy a quick round of applause before we dive into that, because if I had to read everything that he just read. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he sounded like a screen, solid sixth grader reading that shit. You know okay? what I'm saying? And listen, <laughs> I would have stuttered my way through that whole. Listen, a part of me getting that terrific kick that I was yeah, telling y'all hey. about was a reading <laughs> thing that I had to I had to meet, too. Hey, I would have been clowning in the back <laughs> if, I was in the, if I was in that class. Hey, y'all, ever, y'all had that kid in y'all's class that had to read with their face? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, if you oh, want to yes. embarrass somebody, especially bullies back in the day. Make them read out loud. Read out loud. Make them read out loud. Make them read out loud. Finger on the page. And make them and read a book now. I, Absolutely. I, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of people who peaked in high school that still oh, can't yeah. read. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine the moral distress of that if you peaked in high school. Mm. Oh my God! Come closer to the microphone because they need to hear, say that. Uh, one imagine more time. the moral distress if you peaked in high school. Like yo, but the thing is, at the time we thought high school was it. We thought, we thought it was high school. Like that's forever. crazy. So much more life to live. Right. So much more life. To all live. our crazy. friends was gonna be our friends. Right. You know everything. what I'm saying? I, I ain't seen them niggas since. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> seen them Pray since. Up, bro. I see him on the book every once in a while. See, I don't do that. So again, you know what I mean. I was on the book this morning, and um, that's ultimately ultimately one of the first things I do in the morning time. I, I jump on the book, and uh, I saw my middle school crush look like a, a bag of potatoes. That's tough. who remembers that. <laughs> exactly. Who remembers who they crush was in middle school? Uh, bruh, the guy who remembers 
terrific kid or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's okay. right. I forgot fact. who I was talking yeah, to. Fact. But I, fact. I, I, fact. I saw my, I saw my crush. On so my you school. felt like it was a win. You was it was like, a win. It was a big win. It was a big win. I was like, I was like, hey babe, just want to let you know you look better than my crush did. Yo, Troy is a <laughs> idiot, bro. He is an idiot. And she was like, so that's the first thing that's on your mind. Oh this my god. At eight o'clock in the morning. Other women, Foolishness. that's the first thing. No, Foolishness. you were. I made the comparison to you. But anyway, uh, moral distress is real. Is it's it real. though? Run the definition back one more time. Run it that de- just the moral distress. <laughs> it Run occurs it when quick. someone knows the right thing to do, but constraints, conflicts, dilemmas, or uncertainty make it nearly impossible to pursue the right course of ah, action. Ah, got you, got you, got you, got you. So you know you come into a stoplight. Uh, the old lady is right there. You know you should let them get by, but because you got to get somewhere in time, or because work has been unstressful, you trying to get to the bar, you know, to get your happy hour drink or something like that, mm-hmm. or because of things that's going on, so you like, you know what? Forget this old lady, <laughs> and you going right by. You know what I'm saying? I did. That's I did. that's an extreme because y'all know I, I talk in extremes. Um, that's an extreme way to look at it, but yeah, and, and that's. I, I I would agree with that. I think people, in every aspect, um, people do struggle with that. But I don't know if they can categorize it as that, if that makes sense. Sure. So um, you know, saying the moral distress, yeah, I can see that in various uh, various levels of life. But I think the the big piece would likely be people struggling to keep it a buck with others. You know what I'm saying? True. So that's probably where it would come into account um, the most in fear of rejection and fear of uh, a multitude of things. So I would say that's probably where it would raise its head in the majority of people's personal lives. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, when I first, when she was first telling me about it last night, the person I thought about, I thought about you. Because Melvin has said on multiple occasions I'm just trying not to grow weary and well doing. For real. And it's and I think it's a part of the process of you know the right thing to do and you can do it, but it's just like I don't I'm not seeing any yield. Right, 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 right. From doing this from doing this good. Um But sometimes the yield is just doing it. Doing doing what is right. You know what I mean? You may not right get an immediate uh, yield to that but knowing that you did it right and knowing that what we believe by doing those things the payout is going to happen at some point just not necessarily in our timing so right, right, right. Um, the yield will happen it, sometimes the test is the yield but what if I want it right now we all want, want it right, right now. now we all want it right now we all I want, want my right payout now. right now right. and you know I, I think we I think this is instilled in us when we're kids like when we do good things like uh, I remember my uh, godson, uh, they would change his diaper and they would hand him the diaper and he would go walk it to the trash can and mm-hmm. throw it away. So then we're like, yay, good job. And so we built up in our minds that when we do something good, we're supposed to get some, some type, type of, of congratulations that's the or something like that. That's the problem. That's the problem right there with Western European culture. <laughs> niggas, niggas want shit. But nothing. Well, I don't think that's the. It is the case. case. It is the case all the way. To this day, bruh, like growing up, me and my brother had to get A's and B's. If we got a C on anything, you ain't doing no extracurriculars. You ain't doing this, that, and the third. That instilled in us, you do what you're supposed to do because it's the right thing to do. You don't get no payouts for doing what you're supposed to do, and that's the problem with people. (laughs) People want people literally want kudos for doing what is in their job description. Right, right, right. That makes no sense. 
Now, I do want to get an extra little bump in my pay, though. I understand that. But again, to get a bump in your pay, you have to showcase over time that you've done something that has excelled or you've done something that is um, innovative, visionary, something like that. Not just doing the day to day. I was just last week. I, st I was telling my team, I don't even know how people get to work in the morning. How did you even tie your shoes to get here? Because you're not doing <laughs> why <are> you here. <laughs> You want a, a pat on the back for being to work on time? No, it's I don't. Not I don't. I wouldn't. Okay, for some people, yes, I agree with you. Some people want the pat on the back. They want the terrific kid. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. So I'm, I, there are some people like that. I but I think for a lot of other people, our minds are conditioned that there is a beginning and an end. So the growing and the growing weary and well doing is like you're consistently doing something, doing something, doing something, looking for the end. What is the end? What is the result? And you may not see the end no time soon, or you may not see even a peak that looks like this is going to come to right. an end soon, or I'm going to yield some type of result. So then it's more difficult to be like, you know, why do I keep pushing? For, why do I keep pushing forward? Why do I keep going out here? Why do I keep going out here? I went to the gym for six months and I ain't seen my muscles grow at all. I'm not going back. It'd be hard for me to go back to the but gym. But that's in between the ears, though. That's in between the ears because if you're doing it, if you're doing it for the result, then you could be doing it for the wrong reason. Because sometimes the result is, as we mentioned um, previously, the process. You know what I'm saying? Like so, sometimes that's process, what it is. man. I ain't like legit. I mean, I know we all want some form of result, but if you go to the gym long enough, you do anything long enough. You go see some result, whether good or bad. That's what we're trying to get to. It's the in between, seeing the result. The good or the bad. Sometimes you you ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen either or. So then you don't feel the energy to keep doing what it is that you're doing. I ain't seen nothing. Sometimes a no would be better than nothing. like Because at least I have some direction. Maybe I'm not going in the right direction. Maybe I need to do something different. So I think that's the hard part. A lot of times, well, I'm going to speak for me, especially in the growing weary with well-doing. I get weary and well-doing when I keep putting out and I don't see a result. I don't see an answer or anything. I don't see nothing. Like, am I going in the right direction? Is this valuable? Is it worth it? Should I be doing this type of thing? And that's when I say I grow weary and well-doing. Or if I'm doing the work and I keep getting hit with negative obstacles in the midst of me trying to do what I believe to be the right thing right. or do good, and I'm getting negativity back. And then my brain starts going, well, hell, I was getting positive stuff when I was doing negative things. So I might as well go back to being or just toxic and negative male or, you know what I'm saying? Or respond at all doing mm -hmm. something negative. Like, right. at least you got to acknowledge, you know what I'm saying? Right. Even well, don't let your mind play tricks on you because the mind, it can it can do that. You can, I was just telling somebody last week, you can create whatever scenario, whatever perspective that you choose to. But right is right, wrong is wrong. And if you go stay the course, you got to you gotta see it through um, in, in some capacity. But I think, as Troy mentioned, the big thing is a lot of times people want that instant validation that I'm doing what I'm doing. This is the benefit that I received from it, et cetera. You know what I mean? Think about Tyler Perry. He was homeless in his car before a play blew who, up. Who's famous that wasn't homeless but what, in but what, but what <laughs> I'm That's saying every is, successful what I'm saying person's is, story. What, what I'm saying is, what if he, just using an example, was just like, all right, I ain't seen no result from this. I'm sleeping in my Mazda. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to stop. Now, he wouldn't have made any of the movies, the plays, movies, all the, uh, and the influence that he has now. You know what I'm saying? Think about Magic. Just bought the um, the Commanders. Yo, shout out to Magic Johnson. Six, six what? 6.5 billion? You know what I'm saying? What about his situation in the 90s? That was a, a death sentence, as they stated. It was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what if he would have just gave up then? Totally, totally um, different path. So, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I think it is, you know, 
a lot of times we know we just want that validation. Let me. All right. So let me tell you the biggest struggle. The biggest struggle is when you are doing good for someone else and expecting either a changed behavior Mm. 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 (laughs) or you're expecting, I don't know, like some type of instant gratification. You know what I'm saying? We all love instant gratification. I think we do. But uh, like um, I remember one time, you know, helping out family members. You know what I'm saying? Like, you show up for this, one, for this, you help them for this on that, you help them for this on that. Still the same. You know, significant other. You think if you do X, Y, Z, blah, de, blah, de, blah, you were supposed to, you know, you're going to see it. Appreciation is one of the things mm-hmm. that you that you do, at the minimum, appreciation. But you don't even get that. And I think that is makes it seem like, well, shoot, if you don't appreciate it, I ain't going to do it for you no more then. But again, that goes back to, as mentioned, doing it for the wrong reason. Because if you're doing, if you're feeding into somebody or a thing, the goal, as you mentioned, is to feed into them. But you have a preconceived outcome that you want that is not completely honest. Disagree. Because you, you want the to do it. The preconceived is disagree. You right. The because you, you want mention. to do it so you can reap the benefits. Disagree. <laughs> no, it's the truth. I disagree. And it's the truth. I would tell you why I disagree. I would tell you I disagree. And with that. And with that, I think sometimes we think, oh, but if this was done for me, this is how I will respond. That, and that's the problem. That's yeah. the problem. Like I'm kicking, so it, I'm we kicking it with one of my people to do that. One of my homies now, you know what I mean? We haven't before we got on having a conversation about the same thing. Well, if if this was this, then that would be. Are you doing it for the wrong reasons? If you're doing that for for the outcome that you want or the way that you communicate, you f-ed up from rip because that person may not communicate and operate in that way. They may not. They don't yeah. think that way. I'm disagreeing, not because I disagree that some people have the preconceived, I want to get some type of uh, acknowledgement or whatever from this. I think that, and I'm speaking from the man point of view, because as we all know, manhood is a thankless job. Um, Sometimes when you're doing something for somebody else, you already know that they can't pour back into you what you're pouring back into them. Mm -hmm. They may not be able to offer to you what you're offering to them. So... To me, the exchange, the exchange is at least thank you. Sure, at least just say thank you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is a little bit of what he's trying to get to, Mm -hmm. because while I'm doing it for the right reason, I'm pouring into you. I know that you can't give me nothing back. Right. I know that this is more beneficial for you than it is for me. I'll I'll look at it from like fatherhood to child. Mm -hmm. Ain't no way my kid's going to be able to reciprocate. Right. vast majority of the stuff that I give them. Right. So to me, as a dad, the exchange to me is at least just say thank you. Sure. I know you can't give me, you know, this is not going to be equal. <laughs> it's not going to ever not be equal. Beneficial. You know what I'm saying? It's not mutually beneficial. Yeah. So at least thank you. Mm-hmm. At the least. You know what I'm saying? And for a lot of us, thank you is all that. If we just heard those two words, we'd be all right. Like, we'd be good. Yeah. If yeah. I, if but why I let it affect you hear. if you don't hear that though? If you know what you did was the right thing to do, why let? Because I, I go back to like we see on Instagram and other platforms, somebody hold the door for somebody, they walk through, don't say thank you, they get pissed <laughs> oh, I, off. That's me. I get mad. That's me, and that's I'm what mad. I'm saying. Like oh, why? I do that. Why get upset at that? I get upset. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a buck. You did what you. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Right. You did what you felt was right. I'm about to be all the way 100. And I'm gonna tell all the way the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I get mad 
depending on who it is that walked through the door, if I hold it and they don't say nothing. Okay. If I hold the door open for a white person and they walk through and don't say thank you or acknowledge that I held the door open, my brain automatically jumps to, oh, they think I'm supposed to just be holding the door open for them. <laughs> but why did you do it <laughs> in the first place then? Be, they think I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, you think I'm supposed to be holding this you door You damn right. Hold that so door, they, so boy. They, so they ain't say thank you. So I get petty. So, But I do to anybody. I don't care who it is. If they do walk through the door and don't say thank you, nothing like that, I always get petty and be like, you welcome. I just say you welcome. Crazy. And then That's they turn wild. around and be like, oh, thank you. Right. Thank you. Right, right. But I am going to give you that. You welcome. You know, it's like uh, yeah, you know it's what, like that. You know what makes me what makes me mad is when I come to a crosswalk and I let you walk by and you don't at least wave or give me the head nod or a thank you or something like that. I was like, I could have hit you. They got the right away. I could have hit you. They, they don't. got the right away. But they don't even they don't. look at me to acknowledge that <laughs> they I don't. exist. <laughs> I just want my existence to be acknowledged. They That's don't. crazy. That is I don't get crazy. mad at that. I get mad if I let you go or I let you cross the and road and you take your sweet ass time going across. You don't try to put no giddy up in your step to get across. You walk in yo, like you ain't got nowhere issues, to be. Yo. Y'all have issues. I put a little skip in my step. Y'all have issues. Happens. Come on, bro. Y'all I at least issues. fake like I'm trying to hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm do a little shoulder like, like, <laughs> <laughs> somebody let me go, I'd be like, I at least fake like I'm trying to move fast yeah, that's and make wild. them feel better about it. But niggas just be slow poking that drum. I'm like, yo, hurry up, go on. I'm right, trying right. to do good, but you're getting in the way. Right, 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 right. But I feel that uh, moral distress, you know, quite a bit in life just anyway, just navigating relationship. You're talking about being a husband, being a father. A lot of times you got to make decisions for them or for the family that you know is the right thing to do, but you know it's going to cause conflict. Oh, yeah. Or they might not receive it well, they're not going to appreciate it, or there's going to be some attitude, or they're going to be whatever. And that's a difficult space to be in consistently. And if you're not someone, uh, I'm going to say like me, who may be strong-minded or, um, yeah, I'll just say strong-minded. It's hard to change my mind. Y'all know y'all here, people who listen know. Once my mind is set on something, it's not difficult for me to stay there. Right, right. You know, for a lot of other people there's more opportunity for their mind to be changed or for them to be swayed in what's going on. So that's when we get, um, to me, terms like happy wife, happy life, mm-hmm. those type of things where you avoid doing what you know is good to make up for not having to receive no backlash or conflict, right, right, you know right. what I'm saying, from, from your spouse. So, yeah, so it's, it's a sense of moral distress where you're like, I got to make these decisions. We may not be able to spend as much money this month as you want to spend because we got something else to do. But she may be frustrated by the fact that we can't spend the money or your kids may want something that you know they can't have right now because it's not good for them but they got an attitude but it's still good for them but for a lot of men that would bother them to the point where they can't sleep at night or they can't function properly so then they start adjusting moving in the direction of not doing what's right because i'm trying to you know make up for this conflict and if i'm being real with you you know uh as a man sometimes you just gotta make that decision and be okay with that decision and whether they get mad or not you just got to be secure enough to know, like, I'm doing what I, I know I'm Absolutely. supposed to be doing for y'all. And you Absolutely. and you go to sleep. She going to be mad sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, late, your girl going to be mad sometimes. Yeah. And you got to be okay with her being mad sometimes yeah. because you know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you know that you're doing it for your family, if you know that you're doing the right thing, you should be okay with that attitude for a little while. And that don't bother me. I'm like, you can get mad if you want, but, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I know it's going to work out. So I think there's a constant state of moral distress depending on what type of situation you're in when you know, like, I got to make this happen or I got to do something, but it ain't going the way that you wanted to go. Mm-hmm. No, I support that. I support that. Yeah. Um, and 
oftentimes when when you get to that point where it's like, all right, I got to make the best decision for us. All right, cool. But sometimes you want to just be petty. And you want to transfer that emotional distress that you have. It's like, oh, if I'm going to feel this, I want you to feel it too. And so you just you try to find ways to get your get back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning so much more. About you ain't Tor never tried to get your today. get back. Oh, I, 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 I'm definitely, I'm definitely, yeah, get definitely get back. petty. I'm petty. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody's. It's just the way that you. Explain. So, it's the way that you explained it. Yeah. Why, why is it the way I explain? It's that's how you feel. It's the, I mean. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just like I said, it's just the way that you. Explain. I'm petty. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all didn't expect me to say it because you know I'm supposed to be the wholesome. Right, one, and, and, that's I don't, <laughs> and I don't. And I don't. Took me. Took you me don't think. Loop. You it don't think I wrestle, but I'll be wanting to get my get back. Now, do I get my get back? No. No. <laughs> but you think about but it. But I be you thinking write about it, down it on paper. <laughs> I be thinking about it. Like do something petty, like take a pen off my coworker's desk and just. Keep use all the ink out of it and put it that's right back on the joint. Psychotic. That is lunatic behavior. <laughs> <laughs> that is lunatic behavior, bro. <laughs> Golly. You got to psychotic. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> there were a couple gems as far as like um, how to. It, it keep your moral integrity. Um, I don't. I don't want to. It's it's four of them. I don't want to get into all four, uh, just because of case of time. But what if you just read the four and then you pick the one? Oh yeah, that's good. Oh, actually, it was five. One is uh, self mastery, the art of learning to self regulate. That's mm -hmm. one way to address it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, self awareness to thine own self be true. That actually might be uh, the one for me. Self-expression, choose and contribute to ethical, clear, and competent ways. Okay. okay. Four, meaning-making. Um, don't demand it, create it. That um, Probably need to read more into that to see exactly what it is. And the fifth one is connectedness, engage with others. So it's basically saying to brave the winter and go straight to where you need to um, do what you need to do. Right? But the one that stuck out to me was self-awareness, uh, to thine own self be true. Um, let me read a little bit. I don't want to read this whole joint to you. Uh, being self-aware is an, an intentional embodied dance that requires continual exploring of feelings, thoughts, and desires. And doing so humbly, carefully, and courageously with what I call benevolent honesty. We almost, we all, we also must. Okay, so now I gotta look up what is benevolent right, honesty. Well, male, male coming out. <laughs> what is benevolent? At least I'm not by myself. I don't. Well, but you, I mean, you know the, the meaning of benevolence. But what, how are they defining it? That's what I'm trying oh, to figure out. Okay. okay, so benevolent honesty is a way to be gentle with others. So essentially, sugarcoating what you need to say to the mother. <laughs> you don't want to hurt. Their and feelings. no, and no, it's and it's funny you say that. A way to be gentle with others as we absorb painful realities. Right, exactly. Mm. So sh sugarcoating. Sugarcoating. <laughs> sugar yeah. Which I know I don't have that one. <laughs> right. I don't, I, have, I don't have that one. <laughs> Some of the other ones you read, I was like, all right, that's me right there. But then you saw read that, I'm like, I, I don't got that. Pretty much, that's what that means. I got a black belt in sugarcoating. 
Mm. Mm. I got a black belt in mm. sugar coating. It's not even. It's a second nature thing for me. Why I, do you think that is? I I don't know. Cause you care about how you what you're saying is even if it is the truth, what you're saying is affecting that individual receiving it. I feel sometimes I present as Bruce Banner. Okay. Internally, I feel like the Hulk. Mm. And so I am extra careful with my words because I don't know if Hulk trying to get out in one of these words. Mm -hmm. And, And notice this. The whole sentence, thank you for your patience for me. I've been, you know, something like that. If you emphasize one word the yeah, yeah. differently, you giving off attitude. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I'm 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 really careful. I'm extremely careful with the with that with that part because I am afraid of of the hope coming out and then my presentation of myself will be misconstrued with what actually I want to present. However, I will say this: uh, when you are not true to yourself. Like you can, you can, you can be business or, or present ways in a way and still get your true feeling out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but oftentimes I go the other route. Um, so what I'll do instead, instead of giving you completely how I feel, I'll give you a microdose so that you can understand and perhaps give you the opportunity to ask me, Oh, why do you feel this way? And then I can express some more. Mm. So you're trying to crack the door so to you see if they probing. can open it. Yeah, you need right. <clears throat> some probing. Right. Gotcha. And I just bust up in the mother. <laughs> right, 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 right. I kick the door wide open. Wide open. And I start the conversation. So I'm, um, yeah, I definitely don't have the sugar coating thing down. Like I've obviously been trying to get better with how I present yeah. uh, information and how I let it, you know, ever since Lace convicted me about intent versus impact or whatever. Mm. I can't remember what number episode that was, but. Well, br- whoa, whoa, whoa. bring it back for the new followers. In, in, in intent, intent versus impact. impact. Bring you it intended, back. Yeah, so you basically, one thing, yeah. but the impact was another. Exactly. How you shared. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I'm referring to. Yes. Yeah. So Lace convicted me about that because I would just, I wouldn't say rudely shared but i wouldn't be overly concerned with how the information would come out of my mouth when i was presenting it because i just be like this is my truth this is what i'm what i'm saying take it or leave it love it whatever and uh lace was basically saying that i need to work on connecting my impact with my intention like being clear about what i want to say but also being mindful of not to kill the spirit of the other person i'm trying to talk to you know what i'm saying so i'm still learning it growing in it or whatever so i i will agree um you know, with that, but part of it, I think ha- a lot has to do with just self-awareness and knowing me and how I communicate because I don't like the probing, like what you're talking about. I don't like circling the plane. I don't like people talking to me, circling the plane. I'd be like, you need to land this joint. Get to whatever it is that you need to talk to me about so that we can actually talk about it or whatever it is, but don't try to give me a, a piece of it hoping I'm going to ask for the rest because I'd be feeling like you should just volunteer that to me. If you really want to get to whatever it is that we're talking about, I feel like you should just volunteer that to me depending on the relationship if we right, know each other well if yeah, we know each other yeah. well you definitely should not be coming to me dropping a, uh, a mm-hmm. crumb hoping I'm a, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying right. drop because drop then crumb. you could take that and you know that person just may have a blind spot 
around whatever nugget you gave them, and then you feeling a certain way because okay, they, ain't they ignored that. my right, crumb. exactly. So yeah. it creates a it creates yeah. a whole cycle when we could have just had a um, candid but you know um, professional or engaging type dialogue. But the th- the other piece that j- comes to mind is that people respond to that from an emotional space. Like nothing chaps my ass more than somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Then somebody blaming their response on, oh, I'm just an emotional person. I'm just oh, an emotional yeah, yeah. person. I hate that. Bruh, oh if my you don't gosh. get the f*** <laughs> my face <laughs> with allowing allowing your emotion to justify your piss poor behavior. No, that that ain't how that's going to fly. That ain't how that's okay, going to fly. Okay, quick question for you. Can, you. can you say, I'm like this because of my ethnicity? No. What would that have to do what with anything? What does ethnicity have to do with anything? Because some people will blame how they are based upon the ethnicity and... You mean culture? Culture. Oh, yeah, okay. Culture. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. I got you. <clears throat> but I like, hey, this my culture. No, no, I know. I do think there's some cultural things, just like, you know what I mean? You, you, you've you seen stories where um, Asian Pacific Islanders, how they don't look people in the eye a lot of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a sign uh-huh. of disrespect. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, particularly in um, some hierarchical things, I had a situation where, um, you know, somebody in, in an interview, it was biased, but in an interview where they didn't look us in the eye. Well, from uh, the cultural standpoint, they that's not something that they do. So, yeah. taking into account those things. But some things are cultural, some things aren't. Uh, like, you know, uh, if you're dealing with a female and she's really emotional and her reply is, and I'm you only use a female not to be... <laughs> Not to be sexist or anything like that, or I'm not using the word female to as a derogatory word. It's amazing how PC we got to be nowadays to make sure we not. What's funny is you said that you said female, and as soon as you said that in my brain, I was like, ah, (laughs) right. I was like, ah. I wish you would have said woman. Let me say woman. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you're dealing with. I'm only using that because we are all men. If it was a woman, I you know whatever. and she says, well, that I was, I'm Latino. And so we we known for being loud and all this type of stuff. Or she replies back, I'm a black woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this Baby is just, girl, you this shouldn't is stare, how you we should, are. You, you know should what I'm put saying? yourself in that kind of box when talking to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't put yourself in that kind of box. How often? Can That's you, how I'm going to respond. How often, so my, I guess my question is, how often can we use our our cultural card? For things, I if think it's it a toxic behavior, it if it's a toxic behavior, you should not be. Yeah, just because it's cultural. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just because it's cultural, don't mean you need to be doing it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. That's just like if I bought you. If I every time we went out to eat, let's go, eat, let's go get some chicken. You, I mean, that could make you feel. He's gonna say way. yes. He might I'm say, say yes. yes. But what I'm saying is that's still cultural. You ain't had to. You ain't had to say it like that. <laughs> you gonna say yes? You though. ain't had to tell them. You know, right. they don't have to. But know. you always right. talking about chicken on this joint. Yeah, true. 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 Okay, but you don't have to bring it up. And real rap though, when we were talking about going to get some food earlier, you was like, hey, <laughs> hey where the closest Popeyes? That nigga was like, hey, you know the chicken joint. Where, the, where the closest Popeyes at? But yeah, no, I think that. Um, with that, people can't pick and choose because, again, if it wasn't you who was having that conversation or, as an example, I'm at Latinx, whatever, whatever, if it was somebody of a different culture, they could feel a certain way about right, it. Right, right, right. So, you, for me, it's the picking and the choosing. Yeah. I don't really get down with the picking and the choosing. Yeah. 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 So, are we clear on that one? Yeah, because I, I, I had a coworker once. She, uh, she would use... Where I'm from, I'm from 
Boston, and this is just how we are. Mm -hmm. Well, well, being from Boston, go get your. <laughs> what that mean? <laughs> my in Boston get that ass too. Hey. What you mean? But people up north, people up north, do, people from up north do do that. People from but up it's north, a, I, but it's, it's a it's a certain gravitas that they try to that they try to carry. But at the end of the day, you get your ass too. As where you from? <laughs> That's very so true. So you wear Tim's year round and eat um, goddamn uh, eat my uh, po boys. That's what you do. Uh. <laughs> Yo, Troy, jump, jump, jump into the other one though, because I wanna, uh, I wanna see where they were going with the uh, don't demand it, create it. I wanted to see where they were. Um, Pull that up real quick. Don't demand it, create it. Going with that one. Uh, meaning making. Don't demand it, create it. Meaning making is the process of how we perceive, interpret, and make sense of life, uh, of events in life, relationships, and ourselves. It gives us a way to organize memories and shape the narrative of an experience. Meaning also helps us to reconcile incongruity, incongruities. Am I pronouncing that? <laughs> Talking about lace. Yeah, incongruities. Incongruities. Um, never seen that word. I mean, I've heard it, but never read it. Uh, in our uh, values, beliefs, and expectations, and in our attitude toward life. This is, this is especially important in times of moral adversity. Senseless suffering is a big thing in moral resilience. We often think to ourselves, why am I continuing to do this when nothing changes? Or am I doing everything I can do to make things better, but nothing I ever do is enough? And I'm fighting against a system that is inherently flawed or damaged. The um, This... Umbridge. Yeah. Uh -huh. These umbridges, these umbridges, 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 can either fuel a disempowering, dead end narrative, or can become the foundation of for principled and embodied action. The way to create meaning is to consider alternatives that may not appear obvious or that you have previously rejected. I know specifically with you. <laughs> and for and for the listeners, umbrages is to is it means annoying. It means okay. Yeah, it means annoying. Uh, I know specifically with this nigga right here, he would present an issue, and we'd be like, "Well, Mel, do you, you do realize there's other ways?" To oh, absolutely. And then he this. feel a certain way. And he's like, like, "No, you can't do that. Because if you do that, you do that. no. I ain't that ain't me." And this is when he pulled out his card. That ain't who I am. Right. That ain't who I that am. That ain't who I am. It ain't who I am. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> and one of the things that was on that list was being true to self. Okay? True uh -huh. to self. Self-awareness mm -hmm. and true, staying true to self. Mm -hmm. That's not who I am. Right. 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 But sometimes, as we talk about this uh, concept, sometimes the outcome is the behavior change. Yeah. So changing the behavior can be become who you are because we're ever evolving, right? Yeah. That's what we say. So sometimes behavior shift is the change that you need to make, and that is the outcome. And let me read this one sentence. You have to consider how the situation is asking you to grow. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Stop eyeballing me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stop eyeballing me, bro. Uh-huh. Stop eyeballing uh-huh. me. How are you being challenged to grow in this situation? Growth. 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 <laughs> growth. How can you get growth, Mel? Okay. Okay, because it's kind of like this. All right. So my dribble package, I got like three different dribble packages. Behind the back, a crossover, between the legs. I ain't Trash. That. That's all I got. Trash. That's all I got, right? <laughs> and so because it's trash, I can't break down many defenses, many defenses with that package. I got to add to that package. Yeah. And in order for me to add to that package, it's going to take extraneous training to break, first of all, what I already know, mm-hmm. to incorporate something new, mm-hmm. and to put it into practice. Yeah. And so in the, in this situation, in situations, we are often challenged to grow, to add a different um, uh, something else to our bag, to add a different dribble package to your bag of some sort. You have to add something to your repertoire. Yes. Melvin. So, yes. So get, <laughs> Since give us you your calling thoughts, me out. Give us your thoughts, Melvin, as you wrap us up. Since you calling me out. This, Since you calling back. me out. The struggle for me or thought is if I'm constantly, as you're saying, changing, growing, etc. at what point am I being me? If I'm, If the concept of me is always changing... At what point am I being me? At what point am I holding on to me? Because some of the stuff that is me that people make fun of or have quorum with is part of the reason why I'm able to do what I do. Sure. Okay. It yeah. is the reason why I'm able yeah. to do what I do. So, yeah. uh, you know, mm. <laughs> <laughs> at what point, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out, at what point do I stop holding on to some of the stuff that's me? At what point do I stop staying 10 toes down on certain stuff? No. You when stay, do I, you, you know what I'm saying? You can remain How, 10 toes down in something. Yes. But you can also shift your perspective of that thing. That is still, you're still you. You just shifted the aspect of your perspective on it. Yeah. I mean, think about um, aspects of, I mean, just things that we deal with on a regular basis as men. We've grown over time. You've experienced new things, so you've shifted your perspective. Most people, um, when they're traveling, maybe traveling abroad, they don't have a passport. Right. So, oh, getting a passport is so hard, this, that, and the third. Once you got it, you're like, oh, no, nah, this won't that that bad. Mm-hmm. Or once you go abroad and see how other people live, this, that, and the third, you see differently. So you you shifted your perspective yes. because you have grown individually. You still, you, you've just grown in a certain aspect. Yes. And you can still be you in another space. So in this space right here, you're you. But if we walk over to another room where there's more people, how can you bring yourself into this new room with this new atmosphere and still be true to yourself, but still adjust, grow in this new environment? Yes. Define grow. Can we put the definition on growth? I mean, I. I oh, I. I in actually, what way? That I, I, I got a. I got a good one. Uh, growth. For my definition, not Webster's, is gaining knowledge mm-hmm. and being able to apply it to make that knowledge become wisdom. Right? And in and in that wisdom, in that wisdom, we we maintain who we are, mm-hmm. right? We maintain who we are, yet 
we may not look the same. Case in point, I plant an acorn, right? Come back a hundred years later, that eight that acorn that I that I planted ain't there no more. It's a whole tree. Now hold on, you mean to tell me that uh, just because it went from an acorn to a tree, it still won't the same. It was the same thing, bro. It was still a nut. 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 Uh, but there has been a, an alteration in order for it to survive mm-hmm. in the atmosphere in which it in which it was. At one point, at one point, it was a small, you know, uh, 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 um, a small, humble thing that can easily be broken. But it had to learn how to break new ground. Mm-hmm. It had to know how to dig deeper. It had to know how to, you know, grow higher. It had to learn how to create a defensive mechanisms, you know, leaves and stuff like that. Um, and in the course of growing like that, you then provide shelter for other people. Birds can sit up in you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to create some. I'm trying to. I know what I'm trying to visualize. We got. I'm trying to visualize. I'm trying to visualize. Like and and so. Although you've changed, you still you. Right, right. You've just evolved. Just evolved. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, don't ever talk to me like that in front of company. <laughs> I'm going to say it like that. Don't ever talk to me like that in front of company, okay? You save that for after the recording. If you want to break me down like that, you save it for after the recording. Um... Okay, I get you. I get you. Because to me, I hear a lot of times when I think of growth, I just hear change. The word growth to me, I always hear change in my mind. And I'm not someone who is privy to change. I hate change, like for the most part, depending on what it is. So then when someone's like, you need to grow, you need to change. What if I just don't want to play a game? What if I don't want to play a game? What if I want to, you right. know what I'm saying? But that's growth within itself because you're not putting yourself in those in that situation. Because I'm sure at some point in the past, you would have gone along with that, right? So sometimes protecting your peace and not putting yourself in that situation is growth. It is growth. <laughs> and you still you. I'm just not putting up with that shit. I'm not going to put myself in a situation right. where I got to deal with it. Right. That's growth. And I think we can have the I think we can decide of what games we want to play, right. right? Like games with my coworkers, I ain't got to play this. I can up and leave. You know what I'm saying? But um in games with you know, with with people who are close to me, it's like, hold on, some change. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, I gotta be able to adjust because if I desire the outcome, right, the uh, the good in their interaction with us, then I gotta learn how to make it make it make it shake. The NBA has changed drastically over the years. Uh, this man, I'm gonna give him his flowers. This man, LeBron James, been in the league for what two thousand years already. Pretty much, he been in the league for two thousand years, and from the time to where he was once in the league, it has completely changed to where it is now. He loves the game, and it has it has completely changed. And so he's had to adapt his style oh, yeah. of play oh, yeah. in order to remain dominant as he is in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though they're not doing it the way that he used to be, he's got. And if he wants to be dominant, he's got to. He can still take over the game. And that's the piece that we that as as we look at the um the the coming to an end. Um, 
that's the piece that we have to look at. Things evolve over time. Everything around us is evolving. So right. we have to evolve as well um, if we still want to be dominant in a certain um, setting using sports as an analogy. Um, because the goal is to get buckets, win the game. Right. But you have to do some of the little things differently to get that, i.e. pick your spots. Right. You look at Bron's game now. He pick his spots differently. He does. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, he don't. He don't even play in all games. He's like, right. you know what? I used to load play 82. Management. Right. Yes. So hey, so maybe I, load I, management. apply that to grow. Apply that. This is load management, baby. Okay. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't do nothing with it. It's and load the title man- of this episode: <laughs> Load, load management. management. Okay. Also, one thing as I'm learned as as in his game. He's, <laughs> he's learned that he's had to. He's got to put younger people around him. Got to have different pieces. He can't have Dwayne Wade on his team right, no more. Right. Remember right. they tried to get him back in uh and with the Cavs. Yes. It just won't work Trash. out. Bunch Trash. of old heads. <laughs> bunch of old heads. So he need a bunch of young heads. Right. Because as he's getting older, he's like, hey, I got to depend upon y'all young bucks as much as Correct. you know y'all depending upon me. Correct. So, so maybe we need to adjust our team. You know, maybe a uh, uh, um, uh, shot selection. Absolutely. Shot selection. I know if I go, I know if I, the way I used to be able to do this, I can take the bump when I'm when I'm going for a drive. I'm not taking bumps no more because I get hurt by that. So let hey, me. Yo, let me mad wild, <laughs> but carry on. <laughs> Nigga, so, I'm not taking bumps no more. <laughs> I ain't taking bumps no more. Because I get hurt. Right. <laughs> so now I know I got to take, I got to pick and choose my shots. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, and, and sometimes I don't have to be in control. I got to pass it off to my homeboys yeah. every once in a while yeah. in order to get some help. And that's what I've learned with, my, with, uh, with me and my wife. Even us setting up this studio today, I like to be in control. I don't know if y'all realize. I told I I didn't tell any of y'all niggas to touch any cord. Yeah, I was not gonna help. Touch and, the exactly. Okay. But, exactly. But when we needed to check the cameras, hey, uh, I need my teammates to help me. Hey, Mel, that camera's right beside you. Can you can you check that camera real quick? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's other ways in which I can get in order to help me manage that load. And I think it's a matter of applying knowledge and. This is the Manly D's podcast. <laughs> the moral of the story: manage, grow, load, management. You can grow and still be you at the core. Absolutely. Yes. And load management. Yes. Absolutely. Pick and choose your battles. Pick, Pick and choose, choose your battles. Pick, Pick and choose, choose your, battles. your battles, man. And as always, this has been the Manly D's podcast, y'all. And until next time, we out. We appreciate you.